Welcome to Computers and Internet. Sponsored by BLH Computers in Springfield, Taylorville, and Jacksonville. Call in now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. Today's your lucky day. You get a straight pipeline right to the boss and the boss alone. <laughs> Brian's here by himself today. Gave uh, gave the rest of the staff the uh, day off on the radio show, huh? Yeah. Not nice. I do that every once yeah, that's in a while. It's very nice. You're, you're, a, you're a good guy. Uh, and and a great host. We're looking forward to your hospitality this Thursday. As BLH. Yeah, I'm be, really excited about that. It, it's going to be a, another big year. Our annual talkathon to benefit the American Red Cross serving South Central Illinois. We're set up in, right in front of BLH computers all day Thursday. Oh, and now they got like a little bit of rain in the forecast. We're gonna hope that just gets you know gets out of the way there. So we want lots of people to come out and and see us. And we have tents. Yeah, well, so, and we do too. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll, it won't be bad. We'll we'll do all that. Um, but yeah, we we want to have people come out, support the Red Cross, stop in and see uh, BLH while you're there, and uh, see all the cool stuff they've got. One of my favorite things about about your store is is that front counter there and the museum. The museum, yeah. yeah. But, we're one of the only museums that, if you ask, we'll take it out and let you touch it. <laughs> yeah, reminisce about your childhood. I every, every time I'm there, I want to get the little Mattel electronic football game. Uh, it still plays. Yeah, it I, still does oh, work. Uh, man, I, I, I believe it does. I used to be so good at that. I, I could run up scores, you know, 99 to nothing just to, like that. Just, just. And now you wouldn't be able – I I do not believe you would be able to score 10 points. I, I, uh, immediately, probably not. <laughs> give me you an think hour, it'll come back? Give me an hour with it? Absolutely. Oh, yeah, that's, that's muscle should, memory there. We should do that for uh, – uh, for the, the Red Cross talk we should do that. Have people challenge you. We should do a, that. And a dollar a point. I need I need uh, like uh, like 15 minutes just to warm up with a little bit. But yes, then yes, we absolutely yeah. should do that. Uh, uh, have you play it? Well, you could do it in 15 minute increments for an hour and let people call in and challenge. <laughs> They'll pay a dollar a point for every point you can get and grab their 15 minutes. I like it. As I you like get better. It. I and like it. Why wouldn't you like it? You get to play an old video game from when you were a kid. That thing was that thing, I played that thing for hours on it. I wasn't even an actual football fan, but I played that silly electronic football yeah. game and it's just it's just little red LED dashes just moving up I, and down on a on a three uh, three You know what else we grid. should do is we should set up a uh, Nintendo and Nintendo uh uh Super Nintendo set up the for X amount, you can come for a donation to the yeah. Red Cross. You can come by and play. Yeah, well, that that's a great idea too. We really, we really should do that. Uh, not, you can't challenge <laughs> me on that because it'd be weighing over my head. Any anything more advanced than Mattel electronic football or Pong is is probably uh, probably it for me. But um, uh, my my son, on the other hand, is he he was very excited because the other night we we went out. Uh, he he just turned twenty one, so I took him out for beers and dinner and to watch the Bears Packers game. And it, it, the place we were at, sports bar, and had screens all around. They weren't busy at all, I'm sure. No, no not <laughs> at all. <laughs> but, but one of the screens, while, while Bears and Packers was going on, there was a Cubs game that night. Well, I'm up at his school, and you know, all these Chicago fans are there. But they had one of the screens set aside for this game, Overwatch. It's it's you know a, 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 uh, yeah. a video game, online multiplayer, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they have they have leagues now, and you know, and teams based in like Los Angeles and Houston. I, and soul. And I, Robert Morris has a online gaming 
team. Well, and so does District 186 now. They've got an, yeah, they've got an yeah. eSports. Yeah, they asked that, us that to, uh, we, we were working with them to donate the computers to it, but unfortunately we couldn't get enough machines at the, right. at, at the free price point to... Uh, <laughs> And, and Overwatch is one of the games these teams play, yeah. uh, and and my son plays it all the time. I've watched him. I still can't really quite figure out exactly what it is they're doing or how they actually win, but it's it's fascinating to watch. But this was a thing, you know. While all this else is going on, they devoted a screen to this tournament where a yeah. team from Los Angeles is playing a team from I don't know Philadelphia or something, uh, and they're all playing remotely and yeah. playing this video game. And, and he was ex- as excited about that as he was about the, the, the Bears game being on. And Bull uh, really likes, uh, what is it, uh, League of Legends. He likes League, okay. of, Le- League yeah. of Legends. And he'll have those tournaments on, like, in the lab or whatever. And they commentate. Oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, he swoops a, in and, and pulls off this move. And blah, 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 like, there's announcers. There's oh, yeah, leads, they really go. There, yeah, uh, there's another game that, that a and, lot of and really. I just miss Mario. <laughs> I really do. They they have another game. I can't think of what it's what it's called now, but it's like a soccer game, except on the screen you're playing it in cars. You're driving cars and hitting this gigantic ball with the car to try to knock it into into a net. It you know it's crazy, but but these things are bringing people together from all over the oh, world. Yeah. And how old was the kid that won a million dollars for the Fortnite? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like 13 or yeah, something? Yeah, so that's what I was saying, 13 or 14. Yeah, that's insane. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, I, I've i never – have you played Fortnite? I've never played no, Fortnite. I don't, <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't play You have that little touch of gray in your hair like I do, so I think, I, uh, I think we've aged out of Fortnite. I don't play uh, very many video games. I enjoy uh, long, drawn-out strategy games. I, I really enjoy Civilization. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've ever played that. I have not. It's a uh, – it, it takes – Weeks to play. Yeah, I uh, no, I don't. I don't have the pay for it. I, I I enjoy very simplistic, dumb on your phone puzzle games. Uh, like those like, are dumb. Those well, actually really help. Actually, you know, it, you know, I I will say that Heather uh, plays word cookies, and I'm mean, she is getting. Yeah, really good. I, pl- I played that. Toon Blast is what I've been playing recently. Uh, it's just it's just a puzzle. We have to match you know blocks and and put them together, and it creates you know bombs and things like that. But it's it's not a particularly easy game. You have to have a little bit of a thought process to it. Here I am justifying the inordinately ridiculous amounts of time I spend wasting on my phone rather than doing something productive. But oh, it, no, I, I use it while I'm waiting in line. Absolutely, I mean, that's something that you just whip out the phone and start playing online. Uh, and then when you drop the phone and you shatter it, you can bring that to BLH and we can fix that. Exactly, exactly right. So we're here talking about all of these things. And if you have questions about computer software or computer hardware or the best device to play some of these games. You know, that's that was one of the, the things with, with my son when he went off to college uh, and he wanted to, to get the components and kind of build oh, yeah. his own computer system. And I'm thinking, well, okay, you, you know, you have to write papers and things like that, maybe put some graphics in a nice term paper or something. No, he wanted it for the gaming. He yeah. want, And he wanted the speed and the quality uh, for, for the gaming. And so, and, and he, he did. He yeah. put together a nice system like that. So. Oh, yeah. And we actually offer that service if you, uh, I mean, he obviously had the skill set to do it. We have parents. And I have no idea where he got it. He didn't get it from me. But yeah. uh, we have uh, a lot of parents will come in and they're like, hey, my, my kid wants this. And we discuss with them and we'll give them the, here are all the prices of everything that you need. If you want us to buy it, we can. Or the best solution is 
you buy it because then all the warranty is in your name. Some of these things come with awesome warranties. Yeah. Get all the parts, have it shipped to your house. It's under your name. It's all your Bring us the box. <laughs> <laughs> we will assemble it. We will make it look pretty. We will get everything tweaked out because we have gamers that work for us, and that's what they do all day. Jacob loves to do that in Taylorville. Let's grab a call here at 217-629-7970. You're on computers and internet with BLH Computers. Morning, guys. I'm kind of a pack rat. Well, no, I am a pack rat, not sort of a pack rat. I have one of the very first home computers. Yeah? I think it was an Altar, Altar 8800. Yeah, correct? Uh, Atari 8800. Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't, I, I couldn't remember. This thing still works. Oh, yeah. I got, I got all the parts of pieces. Now, it's faster to take out a piece of paper and a pencil. <laughs> <laughs> but and, this, and probably this, has like, about the same storage space on it, too, as a, a piece of paper does. <laughs> exactly. Um, and so, and, and I still have my original bag phone, if that tells you anything. But anyway, the... What are these things worth, or are they just worth something to me? They're mostly nostalgia. It depends on what you have. Um, you can always go on eBay. You can see what you can uh, you can get it for. But typically, is how you get the best value is you have the original box, you have the original oh, manual, you have the original <laughs> software that ran on it. It and I have that, and and it functions. And then you may be able to get. You know, three, four hundred bucks out of it. It all depends on, on if there's a following for it. Like Commodore 64s, for an example, there right. are still Commodore 64 bulletin board services that people dial into. Huh. And huh. so, if you have a brand new in the box Commodore 64 with all the parts, cables, manuals, and software, plus maybe some additional software that you had gotten, that can be worth right. several hundred dollars. Now, is this is this an Altair? 8800 is that the the brand yeah it's, Al altair yeah. Okay. so it's not a it's altair yeah altair and and so i'm, I'm you have the benefit altair. of google yeah. I'm, yeah i just i just did a, a quick uh, wikipedia it says a microcomputer designed in 1974 uh and it became popular after it was featured on the cover of the january 1975 issue of popular electronics so uh, that's that's yeah that's pretty interesting yeah and, google, and, do, yeah, do a search on ebay for it yeah. well if it's a, you know if it's only worth a few hundred dollars I get more pleasure out of it just setting it yeah. up on the desk you're, and have my grandkids go. You're not going to get this? tens of thousands of dollars out of no, them. No, uh, the, no that's why I, I leave my bag phone sitting out on the coffee table because <laughs> everyone's like, what's this thing? It's so, a conversation piece. We like to take the old rotary phone out of the museum case and put it on the counter and ask a like nine-year-old to dial his phone number. Cause that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, so what, yeah, what what can you do with the Altair 8800? What what does what do the programs or the functionalities allow you to do? I can do I can do four times ten, and and I can just def, it's just very basic, you know, um, like you could write a letter, uh, you know, but then I can't get any. Uh, uh, printer to work with it now, <clears throat> but um, it's just very basic everything. Yeah, um, yeah, the connections even, and you couldn't even find a keyboard that would plug into it. I'm sure. No, I, I mean I still have the, the keyboards, and and most of the keys work, but it's just one of those things. It's like I don't want to get rid of it because it's like having 
your great grandfather's pocket watch yeah. sitting around the house. It, it's yeah. more it's more of a conversation piece and you get more joy out of it than the couple of hundred bucks you're gonna get. Exactly. Hey guys, thank you very much. You're Have welcome. a good day. Appreciate the call. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. Just doing a, a quick eBay search, uh, there was one here that says that it sold for thirty five hundred, uh, an original Altair eighty eight hundred, uh, and there's one that supposedly was being offered for ten thousand, but didn't didn't get the reserve didn't price. Get, yeah. So that you you have to look at the solds on eBay. Right. What people are asking, I can ask anything for yeah. anything. But the thirty five hundred said it sold at that price, and, and that's a uh, that actually is a decent chunk of change. It, yeah, I mean that you know for something that that but, old. And it, but he had said now the key some of the keys don't work. That's going to lower the value. Absolutely. Of it. Yeah. I, it, there's a lot of factors that go into the value on it. And we had a uh, uh, one of the original Lisa. Uh, computers that came in uh, not the one in the w- that was made of wood that there were 12 of uh, it was the Lisa computer that had all of the signatures of everybody who worked on the project mm-hmm. uh, came in on recycling probably 15 20 years ago and we did we sold that for a, a decent amount of money because again it had Steve Jobs's signature in it yeah and boy if we'd waited uh, <laughs> yeah. he was still alive when we sold it <laughs> there you go 217-629-7970 and as you can tell there there are very few questions uh that are, are are too obscure to be asked about here on computers and internet here on news talk 94.7 and 970 wmay and we will get to more of your calls in just a moment here as the conversation keeps on rolling here with blh computers it's 921 news talk 94.7 and 970 wmay WMAY. Welcome back to Computers and Internet here on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Brian's here with us and we're taking your calls at 629-7970. You're on WMAY. Good morning. Good morning. Caller, go ahead. Caller, go ahead. Okay, then, 217-629-7970 to get your questions in on computers and Internet. We still have those lightning cables. Uh, I really do appreciate everybody. The first week we did it, I guess I was very confusing when I when I stated <laughs> it, that uh, it is a fundraising project for my Rotary Club. The Lightning Cables, it, we're asking $5 donation for it. Uh, you can do more if you want. Uh, but we had a lot of people who came in, and they didn't understand that it was a donation that they were supposed to do. And we did. We gave them out because you thought yeah, they were free. Yeah, you said that, yeah. Almost Everybody, almost everybody who came in and got them for free has come back in and said, here's my $5. That's here's really my cool. $20. That's great. They, they realize I was confusing when I stated it. They may have misheard it. It is great, the uh, the response. We, and they're selling. There is tons of them going out, but we still have some. You can come into the store. And, and just, just because... I got confused last week. Not your fault, yeah. my fault. But when you said lightning cables, I'm thinking they're like yeah. a surge protector or no, something. Explain again what a lightning cable. That's what Apple is. calls their okay. power cord. Okay, so it's, it's just a straight Apple power cord. Yeah, it has the uh, the which chip. are very helpful to have because and they're six feet long. <laughs> so I'm, you can plug it into the front of the car. Yeah. And the kids can use it in the oh, back of the car. God, that sounds like <laughs> heaven. But it, it is amazing how now dependent I I am on having some place to plug in. And here's the thing: I, I, I've been I've been talking a lot about this the last couple of days. Just back from Midtown Manhattan, 
you can't really find a place to plug in a phone charger in midtown manhattan it's not easy to do and uh, so so yeah having you know the ability to to, to charge and to you know well, and to take care of it when you can very very and, helpful and is what people don't when when a cable is 25 you know 20 25 30 bucks when you buy it yeah, yeah you get what you need Yep. When you can get the same quality for five dollars and all the money goes to charity, we have people who are like, "I'll just take five. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, one, so you can have one next to the nightstand. You can have one next to the end table. You can have one in the kitchen. You keep one in the car. I'm I'm carrying a charger in my pocket yep. right now because you just you just don't know well, when you're going to need it. And when you're traveling, absolutely. You always you don't want to have to unhook the one from the house because then you take it with you. What happens if it what happens when you forget it in the hotel room i mean it it, it happens that's happened to it the does. best of us it I does mean, uh or it's and you don't want to have to buy a charger in an airport because they, it costs 60 it does absolutely do that <laughs> so you're, you're exactly they, uh, right and with a six foot cord when everybody's huddled around the one charger they have in the terminal gate <laughs> uh you don't have to huddle you can plug in and step back from everybody else yes. and be able to do stuff and not have to leave your phone sitting there. It, it's nice how many places have come to adapt to our new reality, that having that access to a plug for your charger is critically important so that, you know, waiting in the airport and now the seats at the gates have plugs in so you can plug in your charger and charge well, your phone. And the seats on the plane have, you know, a place to plug in to charge your phone and things. Well, and one of the things we do phone repair, as you know, and one of the things that we've had and we've got them in now, they're getting everything provisioned and set up. So this is one of those you get to hear about on the radio first. We haven't announced it. Uh, we actually can now give loaner phones when you drop your phone off for repair. Hmm. Pop your SIM card in. It'll ring. You can do text. That's it. Yeah. But it's a phone that you can take with you. And we, because again, how do you be without your phone for even a couple of hours? That's tough. I, I, I mean, that's something you literally, it's like a major surgery. You schedule it because I want to be able to have recovery time and I want to be able to, you have to make sure that. You broke your phone. How bad is it? Can I live with it in this condition for a couple of days? <laughs> I, I've had a cell phone as part of my life for about 30 years now. I got yeah. my first one in the late 1980s. It yeah. was actually welded into my car. It was a car-mounted cell phone that I could only use in the car, and it would turn on when you turned the car on. Uh, but in 30 years, I've had two instances where I disabled a phone. Once it fell into the toilet and once it, it, something fell on it and shattered the screen. And both times I thought my life was ending. It, I mean, it, because everything, you know, that, that I need for work and every, every contact, I don't know any phone numbers anymore. Yeah. It's all in this device. If it doesn't work, I am paralyzed. So, Well, I, <gasps> my worst destruct, I destroyed my phone three times in a month. The same phone. I was so mad. I because all of them were my fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the first time was the worst I've ever done, which is I forgot it was in my swim trunks. Oh. On the way to the pool. Oh. And I, the kid, let's get in the pool. Let's get, so we get in the pool, throwing her up into the air, and as I went with my hand, I brushed it against my leg, and. Oh, man. <laughs> yep. 
and then I got out of the after I got it replaced, I got out of the car and accidentally threw it across the parking lot, shattering it. <laughs> Two days after we replaced the screen, I dropped it while I was playing it while waiting in line. I'm amazed your <laughs> and, wife let you have a phone and anymore. And shattered the screen again. So it can happen to everybody, including the experts. More computers and internet on the way with BLH Computers on WMAY. Now at 629-7970 for answers to your questions about computers, hardware, software, and the latest electronic gadgets, gizmos, and games. Computers and Internet with BLH Computers is on the air. Depend on News Talk 94.7 FM and 970 AM WMAY. And we talk about all things related to your uh, high-tech life, whether it is your smartphone, your tablet, your uh, desktop, or laptop or uh, we talk about recycling yeah. uh, of these old electronics. That's a, a huge part of what BLH does here in Springfield to uh, allow people uh, a safe, environmentally friendly and uh, secure way in terms yeah. of your privacy to be able to dispose of the old electronics that you're not using anymore, but which may still have a lot of really valuable data stored on them. Or, or important data yeah. stored on them because you hope that even when you go to the doctor's office and you give them all of this information they store it on the computer, you're hoping that they've recycled it appropriately right. after they're done with it. Right. Because uh, everybody has an old computer somewhere, and that's what we do. Uh, we Everything is tracked. Everything is audited. Everything is taken care of in the proper way. I was, I was so resistant to... Well, you know, just reality in terms of <laughs> in terms of moving to things like online banking. I'm only oh, within yeah. the last three years of really, you know, just starting to do online banking. But then you just start to realize just how much of your life is now sitting on you know, something and multiple somethings. Yeah. You know, it's uh, something at my end, something at the other end, uh, and that if somebody can get their their hands on it, there's a potential to create some real real havoc there. Yeah. And so you you can only control what you can control. You hope everybody is being as as secure with that data as you would want them to be. But at least you can make sure that that you're, you're being as secure with it as you need to be. And everybody doesn't realize how important it is to keep up with the rules and regulations that are changing. Because, again, the, the big data holders out there are enormously powerful, and they have more money than, than anybody has ever seen before. And they have everything, and the trust us, we'll be good with it <laughs> is not always the, uh, the best way to handle it. Because, again... One of the new uh, Apple just came out with a new credit card, and it's stored on your phone. Well, that makes your phone an incredibly important device now because it holds the information. Right. But every time you use the credit card, it actually generates a different credit card number every time. Interesting. So the card itself is useless. It only has your name on it. Nothing else can be used on that card anywhere mm -hmm. unless the phone works with it kind of thing. Yeah. And and so is that, is that done just biometrically to yeah. make sure that somebody can't? Uh, you yeah. Know, can't well, like I have my uh, uh, I bank with UCB. Mm -hmm. They use Apple Pay, so I put the Apple Pay on here, and anytime I go to the store, I touch yep. the boop, boop. I just touch the phone to it, and it takes care of it. And Heather going through 
the receipts and stuff, it confuses her because it's not my debit card number that's on it. It generates a new debit card number for me every single time I use the card. Wow. So it's it's weird. Uh, <laughs> see, now, see, that would get confusing for me because sometimes, like uh, on the vacation I just took, I did a mix of some debit, some credit, credit et cetera, and trying to remember, you know, which, which account I took it from, I just look at the last four digits to figure out which card I use. If it's a different number every time, I'd be like, oh, God, I have no idea what I just paid with. So I'd have, that would take some getting used to. It, it does. And you should never travel and use your debit card, though. Because if your debit card gets compromised somewhere else, mm -hmm. you're responsible for the charges. If it's your credit card that gets compromised while you're out traveling somewhere else, they can actually stop pay on the charges and re-release the money back to you so that you can control it. Yeah. The debit card, you have to rely on the bank to give you the money back while yeah, they wait and, on and, it. You know, and my bank's pretty good, and I check their policies on it. I feel pretty uh, comfortable. But, I, but it, it, it that, was That's limited. just one of those. Yeah. When you're traveling. But it is a good idea. Especially when you're traveling, because, again, you were in Midtown Manhattan. How often did the credit card leave your site? Well, never. I, I mean, you never I ate at a restaurant and the waiter walked away with it. No, no. Uh, oh, okay. e everything was was done at counters, basically. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Because when you, as soon as it leaves your site, you have no idea what they've right, done with it. Right. Yeah. So you should never give your debit card out like that unless yeah. you're at a place you trust. Yeah. Yeah. It's for the debit card, you're, you're right. The credit card did at one time, yes, but no, <laughs> but not the, but not the debit card. So. <laughs> Um, you don't, but again, you don't think about those types you, of no, things. No, you, you don't. You 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 put a lot of trust in in everybody else around you. I, now, I I did traveling uh, earlier in the summer up in the Chicago area. I did something I've never done before. I actually left my debit card at a restaurant up in the Chicago suburbs. Yeah, and I did that drove, in Seattle and <laughs> drove back to. And it wasn't until the next morning that I realized. Did a quick check online. Nothing else had been charged to it. Canceled the card immediately. Got a replacement card the same day. Uh, but man, that's that's harrowing uh, when you do that. Well, I left my card in Seattle. Uh, at a restaurant before we went on a cruise to Alaska. Oh. And the issue was the card was actually everything for the crew was attached to that card. Oh, boy. So I can't cancel it. Right. All right. I can do is monitor it. Right. Because if I cancel it, and I called the restaurant that I thought I left it at, and they weren't open before we left. <laughs> so, but it was great. We got back from the cruise a week later, went to the restaurant. Explain to him what happened there. Oh, yeah, we have it right here. It was in the safe. Had to show him my ID at least. Thank God. I've had people give me back my card without asking for ID. I'm like, that was scary. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, it was taken care of. So the upshot is there are good and honest people out there who understand that they would want somebody to protect their information the same yeah, way. Exactly. We all, but now I have to. Every single time we go to a restaurant, do you have your card back, Dad? Uh, yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I get that now. I'll never live that down. It's such a <laughs> double-edged sword because it, it has made, in some ways, traveling so much easier. Checking in at the airport, just do it through the app now. Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, and you can check no paper. in. You can check in the day before. It immediately generates your boarding pass. You just walk right in, go straight to security. Security's still a hassle, but after that. You Not just, in Springfield. 
Well, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Always fly out of Springfield. I, did, I, did, I love flying I did, out of Springfield. I did, I did get groped by the TSA, but that's a different story altogether. Well, but but I, I, I found myself thinking, this can't be all there is to it. You know, <laughs> I, I, I hit a button on the phone the day before we left, uh, and then the next day I just walk in and I just, you know, scan the little QR code and they let me on a plane. And I'm thinking, there's got to be more to it than that, but there's really not. Hotels. I, I travel mostly just with Hilton, and I can book the hotel check into the room Mm -hmm. it assigns me a key i walk up to the room hit the phone to the doorknob the door opens i have never talked to a soul and i check out by just walking out the door it's like (laughs) i just borrowed the room for a bit and i I never have to talk to anybody i had that option too i wasn't quite ready to go there yet (laughs) there's only one downside to it yeah if you have more than one person in your group Uh you can only get one key uh-huh. You have to go to the front desk and ask for a second key if you want one because your phone would be the only uh, oh, there key. You go. There you go. But no, I, it's we were uh, driving down to New Orleans, and it was late, and uh, we decided to stay in uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and just pulled in. I booked the room from the hotel parking lot. Well, as we were getting off the interstate, I booked the room, grabbed it. Checked in with the digital check-in, got the digital key, walked in, hit the door, and in. Nothing. Never even talked to a person at the front desk. If anybody really wanted to bring this country down, all they'd really have to do is figure out how to disable disable our smartphones. Kill power. We we would be paralyzed. If the internet goes down, (laughs) it it is catastrophic. We had a uh, truck delivery today at 5 a.m. So Eric was at the, the depot unloading a truck, and he had to reload the truck, and the Internet went down. Well, if the Internet's down, unloading is really easy because you just put it over to the side, and we'll check it into the system as soon as the Internet's right. back. Loading the truck out doesn't give us the ability to create paperwork. Mm. And the truck has to have a BOL, has to know what's on the truck, has to have all this stuff. And he called me at 6 a.m. Like, what do I do? The internet is down. Thought it was the end of the world. You go to a paper ticket. (laughs) You get out pen and paper and you write everything down. And that was the sound he made. Yes. Well, (laughs) it is. I have to do this by hand. And we had to do all of that for for decades, but it seems so excruciating now. When when now you can just, you know, just click a button and it just bloop and everything's generated for you. We have to do paper tickets to check into the lab sometime. The power does go out in Springfield. It happens. (laughs) And if the power is out, we can't check a computer in. So we have, and you're standing there in front of it. We just write everything down, <gasps> pen and paper. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy for your computer and technology questions. Computers and internet with the guys, or technically today just the guy the Brian guy. from BLH Computers. Uh, and again, uh, whether it has to do with your hardware, software, recycling, and I, I just want to emphasize that again, the uh, the value, the importance of that uh, through BLH. It is. It's one of the biggest things that we do. Leo and I converted in early 2000s to we were really going to focus on doing the the recycling of it because, A, we were geared for it in the first place. And we the Walmart mentality of I'll just do everything 
we we didn't want to fall into that. We do sales service and recycling, but we focus on the recycling. We the, the recycling fuels our our sales and service because we can give you free parts. Mm-hmm. Nobody else can give you free parts right. in town. When you bring your computer in for repair and you check it in for, you know, oh, my computer is running slow. And the guys get it in the lab and they do all their stuff on it. And they're like, well, one of the reasons it's slow is because it has half the amount of RAM it needs. They throw more RAM in it because they don't like to work on a slow computer either. <laughs> and that's free. 217-629-7970. You're on Computers and Internet with BLH Computers. All right. I lost this one here. I guess I make a long story short. You guys fix cell phone uh, screens or whatever? Yeah. All right. How long does that take, and what's the cost on that? It varies, and it varies. Uh, My recommendation is the store's open at 10 o'clock. Give them a call and ask the cost for the specific phone that you have. Uh, Usually, it's around about $100 parts and labor total. Uh, to fix it. If we have it in stock and you get it in by 2 o'clock, they usually get it done that day. It doesn't take okay. it doesn't take forever to get it done, but you have to get it in in enough time for us to be able to work on it. We do have some people who are like, how long is it going to take? Well, I should be able to get it done in an hour. Uh, they sit and wait. Uh, or they'll go and play at the casino or they'll go grab a bite to eat or they'll do something like that just to kill the time because they want to be able to come back because the issue you run into is how do i call you yeah (laughs) (laughs) you you better have another person with you or a loaner phone we're we're getting our loaner phones ready to go uh where we'll be able to take care of that and see how that works i because again we're with a loaner phone we're handing you you know a couple hundred dollars worth of equipment we're hoping you don't break it uh, too because yeah. you, you this, this you're proponent to it <laughs> yeah, this, i was just curious this is a work phone so uh it's more likely uh because all of our work's done on a cell phone and it got cracked on friday so it's like i already got my phone no one calls that one so gotcha i was just curious yeah. Yeah, I was just curious on the cost and how long it might take. Yeah, right. uh, the cost is usually about a hundred dollars, and most works cover it. Uh, if you just let them know, they don't want to. They don't want to deal with the downtime and the cost of sending it back and sending you another one and getting it taken care of. Most uh, offices yeah. cover it for you. Just run it All through right, your cool. IT guys. Appreciate the call. Thank you. Two one seven six two nine seven nine seventy. And the, you know the thought of for a hundred dollars and to get it back the same day, your phone with all your data in it. I love the loaner phone idea. That's that's huge because again, it at least gives you something. But like I said, my calendar, my contacts, everything are and, in and my. We, the, the, we're actually provisioning to where you cannot put that on these. Oh yeah, no, because and, you you're going to give it back. Right. And I don't want your data on there. No, and, uh, and, and you shouldn't do that. That's It's just, it's a temporary, but it's yeah. a lifeline and at least allows you to be able to, uh, you know, to call BLH and say, okay, just checking, is my phone yeah. ready? Or to call the spouse and say, listen, my, my phone is, you know, in critical condition right now uh, and I need to, you know, uh, I, I'm going to need a back rub or something when I get home because I'm very, very stressed right now. And you have your phone there, so if you need to put your wife's phone number in the yeah, system you, can just, check it you can just add it really fast because yeah you wouldn't know it just off the you just, you just you don't know numbers anymore i don't know the i i do not know my kids phone numbers nope. or my mom's phone nope. number anymore i think i could probably come up with my mom's number however i do remember the phone number from when i grew up as a kid yes exactly exactly i do know my kids phone numbers that's about it hi you're on wmay hey brian i have an iphone 7 okay and the battery's going 
gone. Yep. You know, I recharge it all the time or keep it plugged in. But I do not want to upgrade to that 10 because my wife has it and drives me nuts. Okay. So the, is the battery, uh, can you do a battery in, a, in an iPhone 7? Yep. I again, I think it's about a hundred dollars. It may even be less. It may only be seventy-five. Uh, you'll just need to call the store and find out. And the the key to how long it'll take is: do we have it in stock? If we have the parts in stock, which typically we do, it just depends on if there was a big run on it this week and we haven't got the shipment in. Uh, but they'll get it taken care of for you. Appreciate the call. We got to take a short break. We'll come back and wrap things up for this week's edition of Computers and Internet with BLH Computers on News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. News Talk 94.7 and 970 WMAY. Computers and Internet with the guys from BLH Computers and. Brian and I are just talking about the fact that, uh, you know, for somebody who started it in this business decades ago, it is like, we're going to just have fun with computers all day. And the stuff you deal with now, <laughs> as you are now a, a recycling tycoon and, uh, uh, and we dealing, have a large footprint dealing with all the aspects of this. But I mean, it, but, but it is hugely important as as technology has adapted and evolved and every new, new adaptation creates new challenges that have to be dealt with. And you've got to be prepared to deal with those. Batteries are the fun one. Yeah. Batteries are one of those things that nobody really thinks about the battery as Anything other than just another electronic component is no different than your toaster or no different than your VCR, your printer. But the battery is actually a volatile chemical reaction that is constantly taking place, generating power for you. And so when you get rid of it, it, it has to be dealt with in a very specific manner or it creates what now the industry has termed, deemed as thermal events. That sounds bad. Yeah. We don't call them fires because fire has a bad name to it. Thermal event is also a pretty bad name. That That is almost always going to be something unpleasant for you. The the upshot is is they are flash fires. They, they go, it, it's, yeah. and it's over. But the issue you have is if you put a bunch of them together and one of them goes, they all go. Yeah. yeah. And it's it, 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 it makes the news, typically, when one of them does. <laughs> and it, I was just discussing it with, uh, we do a lot of uh, recycling for Dell, and so a lot of material comes in, and we were discussing with the distribution point of, you just sent us a 600 pounds of batteries. That's awesome. They sent it out of their California facility. And uh, I said, there was one problem with that. I said, well, what's that? I said, you didn't tell us that they were there because batteries can't travel over the rail network. They can only travel over the road network. They can't, you can't transport. I mean, I, I know they have a real issue with them on planes, but not, not by rail either. Right. The way the regulate, I went to a course on it. DOT put out a course. It was a great course. I really appreciate it. EPA and DOT put this out, federal level. And uh, yes. You cannot transport batteries for recycling purposes over the rail network. The only exemptions are for the road network. Hmm. So, like, you got to tell us these things. Yeah. And nobody realizes it, like, when a doctor's office or whatever, because they have a lot of batteries. Everything that's wireless has a battery. There's only one way it has. <laughs> the only one way it's wireless. And they don't realize all of the stuff that has batteries that they bring in that have to be handled and maintained properly and when they just put it in the return box it has to be labeled i can't go on a plane 
because UPS, if you put, even if you ship it ground, it may go air. Yeah. They just don't have to go air. Right. But you have to label it a specific way so that it, they know, don't put this on a plane. And the average person has no idea of that. No, no, you're absolutely right. And is that just on the honor system, or do I mean I, they, oh, scan, no. they scan packages? Sure. Yeah. So they so they have a sense but, uh, as to what's in you're them. You're supposed to have a label of that it contains batteries and what type of battery it is, and the phone number that they can call for somebody who would know what's in that box. Right. And what happens if you don't label that accurately? What are the consequences? Fines. Okay. It's federal yeah, you know, it, fines. It, it's another example, again, you know, like, like I said, we, we told the story about the origins of BLH and yeah. how you know you guys came in just because computers were just a cool thing to you know to, to be involved with. But now you're, you're talking about things that are such high stakes and you have a direct impact on people's safety, whether it's their, their personal privacy but, and security or the, the safety of, of transport and the risks involved with the, the nature of the technology. Which our commercial, I heard it running uh, for our e-steward certification. That's why we went that. Yeah. There, we get audited every year and spot checked. And we have all of these. I just went through one where everything we go through gets audited. <laughs> uh, and where did you send it? Where did they send it? Does everybody follow the same procedures? We have to have an environmental health and safety manual. We have to have all of these things that really 20 years ago, I had no idea I was going to need to do these things. Yeah. And, and the, the nice thing is, though, that because you guys have taken the time to learn all that, the rest of us don't have to. We just have to come to you yep. and say, you guys handle it because you know what you're doing with it. Exactly. And you don't want to go to somebody who's not certified because, number one, if you're a hospital or a doctor's office or an attorney or anything like that, you're going to get audited one day. I promise you. Yeah. Somebody, you have a regulating body who will come in and say, "So where'd you get rid of it?" And if you didn't take it to somebody who gave you a certificate of recycling that says it was done and it's actually backed by something, you really didn't. How do you know they didn't do anything else with it? Yeah. And if you have any kind of deep pocket whatsoever, someone's going to be reaching <laughs> into it at that point. Well, uh, it's been discovered in. Uh, there's a company in uh, Ohio that went bankrupt. Creative uh, had. What was it? 58,000 tons of CRT glass that they had stockpiled. And anybody whose glass was there, because there's all these shipping records, you're now responsible for your weight that went into it. And one company, uh, I was an Illinois company, ended up being responsible for 50% of it. Wow. Uh, because they didn't do their due diligence by going and checking and seeing what was going on here. One fast question before we go. You're on Computers and Internet with BLH on WMAY. Yes. Uh, printers and copiers that function in printers, how much do they retain, if anything? Do they need to be wiped when you recycle them? Uh, if they have a hard drive in them, you can take the hard drive out. Uh, typically, they don't hold a lot of information. Unless, again, it has a built-in hard drive, you can remove it and have the hard drive recycled separately, or you can take it again. Us, as a certified recycler, we will have the hard drive destroyed. All data is gone. It's a great question. Okay. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Uh, we're almost out of time here. We do want to remind people of a couple of things. This Thursday, BLH Computers on Stevenson Drive will be the location for the second straight year of the annual WMAY Talkathon to benefit the American Red Cross serving South Central Illinois. And uh, and this is best when you actually come out and participate. You can come out and pay money to shut off a host microphone or get into the conversation. And we're going to figure out a way to make use of the museum yeah. at BLH to uh, to raise some more money for the Red Cross. And we'll find some other fun things to do. But 
but come on out and be a part of it with us on location at BLH uh, this Thursday, 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. And a reminder again, of course, that BLH is the place to go for recycling, for the purchase of computers. We're into September now. It's going to be a shopping season before we know it. Oh, yeah. we, ta- we touched briefly on how you can help people devise those systems for their kids, whether it's for schoolwork or for gaming yeah. or whatever. And yeah. there's lots of different ways to approach it. And you can come in if you want new. We can help you get new. I just because we're a, a sales service and recycling center. If you want new, bleeding edge technology, the guys love to build those. Yeah. Oh, you just tell them a budget. <laughs> don't tell them you don't care because they can spend <laughs> lots of other people's money. Trust me. Uh, they love building them. It comes in a clean crisp I and mean, they run the wires the way they're supposed to they really do care about all this stuff and that's what they enjoy doing tell people how to find blh computers blh computers is located at 1832 stevenson drive in springfield you can find us at 832 south main in jacksonville or our coolest address of 123 west main cross in taylorville all stores open at 10 o'clock come on in and see us blhcomputers.com here each saturday morning on wmay let's talk real estate with fritz fister of remax professionals is next at 10 o'clock news you can